Yes, sir. What's up, everybody? Welcome back. What is it? Thursday feels like a Monday, kind of, but it also feels like Friday. I'm having a, I'm having a tough, tough time. Uh, good to be back. I hope everybody enjoyed some quiet time. You know, maybe you thought, maybe you got into a new podcast. Maybe you got into the Calm app. I don't know. I don't know what you got to do, but I hope, I hope it was uh, resetting. You know, resetting for everybody. But it's good to be back. We get basketball back tonight. Uh, I enjoyed, uh, we gone for all-star game weekend, which we'll talk about. And then, you know, just had a couple of days to come back down, come back down. But here we are. We're back. Who do we get in the chat this morning? Sneeves was here at 4.07 in the morning, Sneeves, which I begs the question. I just like, what, what's your sleep regimen looking like? Like what, how many hours are we talking just to be young again? We get Ibrahim uh, asking some so rare questions right at the top. I can't read that. It's too early. It's too early. Uh, Superloop says, happy National Cook a Sweet Potato Day. Okay. Common Man's here. We get Kevin. Boston Base is here. Patrick, welcome. You're up early, Patrick. Good to see you. Garen's here. Alex Len is still in the league. Yeah, we got We, we the People. Uh, Jump Shoot, Matic Auto. Weisberg's here. Everybody's here. Like the stream. Subscribe to the channel if you haven't done it. You went to bed early and woke up early. Currently sick. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that, Seems. I hope you feel better soon. Hope you feel better soon. But yeah, like the stream, subscribe to the channel if you haven't. Hey, just uh, quick for the rest of the day because weird basketball week. So uh, so rare locks tonight instead of on Friday for the upcoming game week. So we have live before lock, which will be at 530. And if you sign up for those VIPs, uh, we'll have the after dark show that starts at 630 Eastern. We'll be giving away some stuff. So go check that out. Uh, if you're into the so rare streets, we also dropped value hunting yesterday to get us ready. So there you go. That's 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 the programming update. Tomorrow we'll just have the NBA bits. This week. Hey, I don't know. Maybe we do like a fun afternoon stream. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, which city was better for All Star? Yeah, let's talk about All Star Game Weekend. The first thing I will do, I got to tell you, I, I I think we have to come up with a new. Uh, I know technology is a little scary, right? We think about iRobot. We got to come up with a software or uh, some sort of algorithm thing that will see how many times a take has been put out into social media. And then if it hits a certain number, it doesn't allow you to say it. Cause I think like everybody, everybody said the same thing just 4,000 times. And then when that happens, the pendulum almost swings where now I feel like I'm like, you know what? I'm actually defending the all-star game now <laughs> because too many people have just like said the exact same thing. 
uh and it's annoying <laughs> it's just annoying uh but i dude i had a great time at all-star game weekend i think like anybody that went into well, we've we've seen this now for i don't know seven years six years uh, anybody that went in thinking like oh my god this game is going to be different. You're on drugs. There, were, there was nothing to point to that was like, oh, maybe they're going to try now. Uh, and the dunk contest, like anybody that was like, no, this dunk contest will be good. They had a G League guy in there. They had the second best guy in his family when the first best guy isn't that good anyways. They had Jalen Brown, which, you know, okay. And then Jaime Hawkins. What, what, what do we think was going to happen? Did anybody think that was going to be cool? Uh, the three-point contest continues to be fun to watch. And the shootout was fun between Sabrina and Steph. Um, but, guys, it is it is a marketing tool for the NBA. That's what it is. And for those that have not been, it is Comic-Con. That It is Comic-Con for basketball people. Uh, but I had a great time. I had so much fun. Shout out to So Rare for, for making that happen. Also, I'm gonna, I'll say this. I don't think Indianapolis is a bad city. A lot of people are going to dunk on Indy. Listen, it's not New York. Uh, it's not even Boston or in Austin or anything like that. But they had what was really cool about the downtown area. So, and I apologize if there are any indie uh, stands in the chat and I uh, explain this incorrectly. Uh, on uh, one end, um, at one end of the uh, arena, I mean, one end of the downtown strip, right? There's like uh, Lucas Oil. Uh, where like the Colts play. And then I would say it's like a three quarter mile walk to Gainbridge. And just in between, it's just all different like bars and restaurants. Uh, and they had some cool activations, some cool pop-ups there. So if it was not 17 degrees, it would have been a little bit more enjoyable popping around. Um, it would have been a little bit more enjoyable popping around. Uh, we the people says you enjoyed All-Star Weekend itself because you were there or the event for the event itself, the decline in all-star weekend is concerning. Can you point to me with the people, the all-star games that are competitive and juicy in the other sports, you know, I mean, they, they play fucking flag football in the NFL. I, I just don't, I think it's just not going to be the same again, right? It's not going to be the same again. So I, I mean the MLB, like, wait, you know, what do, what do they do? What do they do? Um, but but anyways, yeah. So Indianapolis, I, I had fun. I had fun. I had a really nice time at Indy. So if you if you are going out there, I mean, I wouldn't be like, oh man, I, I can't wait to take in the culture. Uh, <laughs> but they, it was pretty cool. It was a pretty good time. Um, also, good to see the No Dunk Show. No Dunk Show was pretty fun. Uh, Foot Locker had a cool. I, like I put this in the the video we did um, yesterday or uh, two days ago on the Team Hold Sports Channel, which you should go check out. But Ant. Had a cool like activation with the Foot Locker. That was a pretty cool pop up. Um, we yeah, it was it was a really nice time. I you know I had some good food. Uh, I'm volleyball says people are just mad uh, that their props didn't hit. Well, you know we hit some props, baby. We hit some props. We crushed the Rising Stars game. Um, uh, we crushed the Rising Stars game. Weisberg saying I think the most interesting thing about the All Star related is where the game's going to be played in the next five years. Um. Okay, what what part of uh what part of that is interesting? Just that it's going to be in different places. Um, uh, how good was a uh, live no dunk? Yeah, the no dunk show was great. No dunks. Uh, they it was held at a, a cabaret, which you know not exactly where you expect to see no dunks, but it had real uh Brooklyn comedy scene vibes to it, which was pretty good. Um, so it was good. We it was fun. It was they they were really funny. It was a, it was an enjoyable time. I had to dip right at the end. I couldn't hang around with them afterwards. I had um because it was it actually worked out well because in Salt Lake I was not able to go to um 
I was not able to go to the Rising Stars game. You had to go to like one or the other. And for this, because the Rising Stars game started so late, I was able to go to the No Dunk show and then right from there to Rising Stars. So Friday was a really busy day. I will say one of the funnier things that happened. So I checked it. I, I got in on Thursday night and uh, I wasn't sure what the food scene would be. Also, for those that don't know, I had to stay... I stayed probably like 25 minutes outside of this uh, like downtown area because hotels were like 650 a night when I was looking, which is brutal. Uh, so we stayed like 25 minutes outside. And when I got there, I was like, man, I'm not sure what they have for food around here. Uh, I'm not sure like how, uh, how long it's going to be open, uh, like how late things are going to be open. And so I get in there and I, I check into the hotel and I asked the front desk guy and I was like, Hey, listen, do you have any, like any food options around here? And he's like, Oh yeah, this is like red Robin. That's right outside. Uh, you can go there. That's open late. And then there's a place across the street that has really good food and a great view. And I was like, all right, perfect. That sounds good. Uh, so we go check in, come back down, walk across the street, go into the spot. And I walk in and it was basically Indianapolis's version of Hooters. It was called uh, Twin Peaks. And that's on me. I probably should have thought about why it was called Twin Peaks for a little bit longer. We're not really in a mountainous range. I just did not know how horny my front desk worker was. You know, I thought I, I didn't see that coming. I did not see that coming from him. Um, so that was that was pretty wild. Uh, but it was a funny start to the trip. It was a funny start to the trip. We have people says to be fair, all-star games used to be competitive dunk contests were entertaining. So you are saying there isn't a decline from the past. Say exactly. No, no, no. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying it's, it's not that it's a decline. It's just that, uh, it is a different thing. It's just like a different thing entirely. The NBA has turned it into just like marketing. That's all they just want. It's like for children. That's all it is now. It is for children. So I like the players definitely don't care. I'm not, I'm not disagreeing with that. I'm not disagreeing with that. Uh, yeah, I know out of control. It was out of control. No, I went solo Snoop loop. I went solo. It was pretty last minute. Like so rare. They weren't sure if they were going until maybe like three weeks out. So it was, it was pretty last minute, but, um, but it was cool to go. I met some of the, so, oh, you know who I met? Uh, Jacob Lowell. You guys remember Jacob Lowell? He deep in the top shot streets. Also, I had no idea. Big, so rare whale out there. Um, so it was really cool to, to hang out with a lot of the so rare VIPs and, and and chat with them. I saw the infamous or famous, depending on how, where you land, the YNWA. Uh, but it was a really good time. It was a really good time. Uh, John Dub, yeah, dude, where were you, dude? Where were you, John? I had I, I was like just walking around like with one of those like airport greeters, just with like a John Dub. Where are you? Where are you? Uh, the only time players got to be seen on national stage twenty to thirty years ago was the All Star game. Yeah, it's a, it is a little bit different. Um, I will say uh, the. Wait, I'm catching the vibe. The best food in India is the buffet at the Velvet Turtle. No, it was uh the food was pretty good. The food I I had no no qualms about the food. Went to a place called Kilroy's. Kilroy's was a good sports bar. You know what I did not anticipate? So Saturday morning, well, I wouldn't say morning. Saturday, I went with uh so rare to shoot some like man on the street type stuff, and it was 17 degrees. So we went inside uh to shoot it. And, uh, afterwards we finished, it's probably like two o'clock. We're like, Oh, let's go grab a drink. We'll grab some food. We go to Kilroy's. It was wall to wall packed. And when they go to like, they check your IDs when you come in and as they're checking IDs, they're like, you want to start with a jello shot? I thought this, I was like one, I didn't know people were still actively pursuing jello shots outside of a college dormitory. I didn't know that was something that was happening in the wild. Uh, and for not only that to be right next to, 
the guy checking the, the IDs. It was like they barely had looked at it yet. And it was like, pop, it's in. Um, I did not take one, though. I did not take one. Um, and, but Kilroy's is, but it was bumping. And I, I forget like college basketball is like a, a religion out there. So people were very excited for the Purdue game. And I believe Purdue lost to Ohio State. People really worked up about that. It was pretty fun. We had a good time. We had a really good time. Um, yeah, I saw this that the NBA came out and said new requirements are 7,250 hotel rooms and at least three five-star hotels convention center of 650 K. Uh, I will say, you know, what was way better was the, uh, the convention center situation was way better in Indy than it was in Utah. Like people weren't waiting outside. They weren't waiting outside. Um, yeah, it was pretty cool. It was, it was cool. I forget, like, again, being from the Northeast, we had Boston college and like, that was it, really. Uh, you just became a UConn fan, but there's still not the same fervor in like the Boston area for UConn hoops. Um, so it was cool seeing like everybody was really jacked up. It was it, everybody was jacked up. I but I did. I had a really good time. Once again, I I do think the way to approach All Star Game weekend is to get there Thursday and leave Sunday before the game. I don't think there's any reason to go to the game, especially like East Coast games didn't start until. What time is it? So I don't want to go JJ Reddick. Uh, also, JJ Reddick, just relax, dude. Just relax. I That's another example of what we were talking about, how like too many people say the same thing and then I start hating that thing. I had so much fun with JJ Reddick when he was just calling out Doc and then Pat Bev got involved and then Austin Rivers all of a sudden was back on TV. I was like, oh, this is really funny. And then JJ's like, I, oh, I did a video about Zion Williamson and nobody cared. But then I talked about Doc Rivers and everybody like, like, like. I'm like, dude, JJ, come on, baby. Chill, chill, chill. Just be happy, all right? You're doing, you're doing your, your podcast is huge, okay? You've got the funniest producer in the game and Jason Gallagher. You are doing, you took Doc's job already doing the broadcast. Just chill, JJ. Just chill. I say, like, come on. Don't like, don't ruin the good thing. Right. Oh man. So anyways, I don't even know how I got there. I don't even know what I was talking about, but yeah, you don't need to stay for the all-star game. It didn't start until eight 40. It was like, it was just crazy. It was crazy. I'll, I'll be, you know, you want some transparency. You want a little behind the scenes scenes. I had an early flight Monday morning. I left at halftime. I shot a couple of videos on the way. I shot a video, uh, in the, in the foyer or whatever you want to call it, or outside one of the the entrances uh, to be like, oh my God, it's halftime. Jennifer Hudson's performing. And then I went outside and I shot another video being like, we had a great time making it seem like it was the end of the game, but I got out of there. I got out of there. But yeah, overall, I really, I really had a nice time. So appreciate everyone who engaged with any of the content over the time. Um, with the, over the weekend, I know I tried to be a little bit more active. I tried to post some more stuff, mainly for Boston based, but I hope, uh, I hope you enjoyed. If you guys haven't checked out that video on the team hold sports channel, please go do that after this, please go do it. Ooh, Milo. We got Milo in the chat. How did I miss this? India is 20 years behind their minds will be blown when they learn about white claws. Dude, that is not true. Milo white claws were everywhere. I know that was like some Chicago, Chicago indie hatred. Um, there were white claws everywhere. There's a lot of white claw energy. Um, I didn't find I didn't find anything that. Oh no! What was the? There was one beer that I had that was uh, that felt low, spacecraft. It's called spacecraft. I forget the brewery that it was from. That seemed like it was. Um, uh, that seemed like it was good. Uh, we the people says Gilbert said get rid of All Star Weekend all together. Yeah, I guess I guess I mean like I I don't I think it is fun. I think it's like a fun event. 
But you know, honestly, it's just like a it's summer league condensed a little bit more. Like it's summer league if you took out the games. But I again, I don't know. I had a really good time. Uh, but again, if you are just checking it out on TV, I totally get it. I totally get that. It's like I probably would. I probably would have watched the three point contest. The Sabrina versus Steph shootout was the best part of all of it. It was what that was. What was so cool was especially because Sabrina went first and knocked down the first rack. Everybody like everybody stood up as after like the fifth one went in. Everybody was like, "Holy crap!" Uh, so that was pretty fun. Adam Silver should do a stand-up routine. That would mix it up a little bit. That would mix it up a little bit. <laughs> All right. But I think, I don't know, anything else from All-Star Weekend we need to hit? Um, my kids love the All-Star set. Yeah, that's what I mean. It is for children. It truly is for children. I mean, they had Kai Sinat out there, right? I mean, you can even tell from the celebrity game, like the celebrities that they picked. It's not for us anymore. You know what's for us? The Super Bowl halftime concert. That's for us now. That's our age demo. But for All-Star Game Weekend, they're they're shooting for like 12-year-olds. They're shooting for the Josh Giddy range. Ayo, we're back. We're back. Thoughts on the TV court? It was fine. Yeah, dude, whatever. Keep doing weird stuff in games that don't matter. I'm fine with that. I'm totally fine with that. It didn't make it easier to watch the game. I mean, like, no. It just was like different lights coming in. That's all. It didn't make it easier to watch the game. Also, we had really good seats. Uh, for, so for the Rising Stars game and the All-Star game itself, we had fine seats. We had fine seats. We're in like the 200 levels, but we were looking right down on it. Uh, but for All-Star Saturday night, we had dope seats. We were basically um, – uh, we were in like the 100 section, but we were like on a baseline. Um, so it was, it was cool. So every time, every three point uh, content, or every, every like three point rack that was like, on, we, we saw a close shooter is what I'm saying. Uh, I missed the Elam ending. Why did they get rid of that? I forget why. I forget why they got rid of it. Probably because they had to keep explaining what Elam meant. People are suggesting three on three half court tourney, which I think would be interesting. J Dub, Jalen Williams had that one on one. Um, um that one-on-one -on -one contest uh, i'd be down for that too yeah dude i left the halftime of the all-star game all-star game sucks man and it's not a fun it's not even a fun game to watch uh so cat could be get the 50 yeah <laughs> um i feel like that made the game more competitive wait which part the elam ending yeah i guess so i guess so uh i it was funny like adam silver just being so mad was pretty funny too um but anyways anyways not but all-star game weekend you guys want to do some like second half predictions and stuff? You want to get into I, I was I was deep in the lab this morning. Um, wait, you know what's wild? Whatever happened to the top shot VIP all no, they were there. They were all there. Um, I actually I got a I got a beer with my good friend Jacob Eisenberg over the weekend, which was fun. Uh, but yeah, the, the top shot all-star VIPs were there. I think that was it. Like I, they weren't doing anything else there. And to be fair, so rare wasn't either, right? So so rare took their VIPs. And then they they took me. That was essentially all they did. There was no like, no like uh, pop up events or anything like that. Um, so that that was good. That, but it was good to see Jacob. Jacob what a, a handsome man! A handsome man. Um, Top shot all star VIPs aren't the most socially active dudes. Yeah, I didn't I didn't see I, I would. Oh yeah, I did have a funny experience actually. At was it at Kilroy's or no? It was at the District, which was another bar in that area. I was in the bathroom washing my hands and somebody was like dude mike team hold uh but then i he didn't i was like yeah it is but we didn't i was like who are you and he was like oh, i'm not telling and then ran away so i i don't know if he i think he used to be in top shot i think he used to be in top shot um but anyways let's uh let's dive into some prediction stuff let's do it so this is what i was let's uh i'm, I'm gonna go uh i'm gonna do some 
I'm just going to bounce all over the place here. But I'm starting with the play-in. I'm going to predict the play-in teams. You ready for this? People are going to be mad. The seven seed in the East is going to be, right, seven? The Miami Heat. Miami Heat are dropping to the seven seed. Miami Heat are dropping to the seven seed or are staying in the seven seed. Miami is going to be seven. Playing the Sixers. So our two playing matchups, Sixers versus Heat, Bulls versus Hawks. Sixers versus Heat, Bulls versus Hawks. On the West, Suns versus the Kings. Suns are dropping to the seventh seed. All right? Kings are dropping to the eighth seed. And then Warriors are going to be the ninth seed. Lakers are going to be the tenth seed. Here, top six in the East. Celtics, Cavs, Knicks in the three seed. Bucks drop to four. Pacers drop to five. Magic dropped to six. In the West, OKC is the one seed. Minnesota is the two seed. Denver's the three seed. The Clips are the four seed. Mavs are the five seed. Pellies are the six seed. And here's why. Well, there's a lot of reasons why. But I was taking a look at the strength of the schedule the rest of the way out. And good Lord. Phoenix has 27 games left. And look at that. Two against the Celtics, two against the Timberwolves, two against the Thunder, two against the Cavs, two against the Clips, and two against the Nuggets. The hardest schedule the rest of the way. The rest of the way, the toughest schedule. And I was looking at how, and I was like, oh, but does that mean, does that mean they'll be able to chase them down or they'll get chased down? And I forgot like how close, like the Mavericks are right now, the seven seed, and they are just a game behind both the Suns and the Pellies. So they get the toughest schedule the rest of the way out. And then part of my thought on the Eastern Conference is the Bucks, who are already struggling. Chris Middleton's going to miss some time, right? They have two against the Celtics, one against the T-Wolves, two against the Thunder, two against the Clips, one against the Suns, one against the Knicks. They have the third hardest schedule the rest of the way out. I just think that's that it's a brutal schedule. And then you scroll down a little bit further, right? You see the Clippers have the seventh hardest schedule, the Kings with the eighth hardest schedule, and the Sixers, I, the ninth hardest schedule, also without Embiid for what I'm assuming is most of uh, March and maybe a little bit of April. Uh, and I, I think they have a tough hill to climb. And when you look at the Eastern standings, like they right now are in the five seed. The Heat and Magic are only uh, two and a half games behind them. Two and a half games above. Jerkin for a glisten, dude. You you have you have the Homer juice going straight into the veins for the 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 PDX baby, right? I just say I listen. You're gonna you're gonna have a tough tough schedule, and there's no room for error. And then when you look at the easiest schedules down here, all the way at the bottom, right? You see Orlando has the easiest schedule the rest of the way out. One against the Grizz, two against the Raps, one against the Blazers, three against Charlotte, the Wiz, two against the Pistons. And their hardest schedules left, man. It's like they don't, you know, the Bucs are considered two of their hardest games left, and the Bucs have just been bad, bad, bad. The Celtics, the Celtics are nuts. They are going to win the one seed. Uh, like, honestly, they might lock up the one seed in the next week or so. Right now, they have a six-game lead over the Cavs, and you look at the rest of their schedule. I mean, good Lord. The Cavs clips two, I mean, I'm sorry. They've got OKC, the Cavs, Nuggets, two against the Bucks, which again, I'm not sure if that's considered a hard one. Two against the Suns, and then two against the Knicks. But then you look at this. I mean, two against the Pistons, two against the Wiz, two against the Hornets. Um, and then you've got the Blazers, Hawks, and Jazz. It's just, it's brutal. Uh, Weisberg says, I think Philly's a lot closer finishing in the seven than the Heat. I'm legit worried about Philly. Yeah, I know. Now, Philly, Philly's in Philly's gonna be tough. Philly is gonna be in a tough spot. But and then you see like Denver, uh, 
I, so Denver, I, I was hesitant to, I mean, I was close to picking Denver to finish second over, overall in the West. I was looking at it a little bit more. I think they are going to be so focused on just being ready to go for the playoffs that I, I don't see them like trying to go, even though the home court advantage is obviously important for them because they are in Denver. I just have a, I have a feeling that um, they're, they're not going to have their foot on the gas because they feel like, Hey, we've been here. We can do this again. And right now uh, the Timberwolves have a game and a half lead over the thunder, but the thunder with a very easy schedule, I feel like they can chase them down, but I don't think the Clippers or the nuggets will chase them down. So I, I feel like that is going to be, uh, I don't know that that's kind of where I'm landing on that. And then it was, it was good to see Dallas, right? Part of the reason why I was like, Dallas is going to jump up a little bit is because of how easy their schedule is compared to the teams ahead of them. And same thing with the magic. Like, that's why I feel like the magic are going to make a jump. So that's where I landed on that. Um, and then here we go. Let's do some awards. So, uh, because OKC, I have OKC finishing in, uh, the one seed. I'm giving the I'm giving two awards to Oklahoma City. I'm going to give Shea Gilders Alexander the MVP. Right now, Jokic is the leader in the clubhouse. Um, I think Tate, like I know we're having some conversations around Tatum right now, being like, oh, well, the best team in the East. I, they're not going to give it to Tatum just because of the way the numbers look. I don't think. Um, wait, hold on. Chicken for East and West are different beasts. I don't. What is okay? But oh, let me ask you this. What does the first half of your sentence have to do with the second half of your sentence? East and West are different beasts. Suns will fine-tune last 20 games and will be the four seed. I don't know how those things go together. But, I listen, I wouldn't be shocked uh, if that is the case, but I haven't seen Phoenix. I haven't seen enough from Phoenix. They can't stay healthy, man. People are missing games left and right. Uh, oh, there we go. 14 months of meteor, meteor takes. There you go. But yeah, I, so I think OKC is going to finish with the one seed. So give me Shea Gilders-Alexander for the MVP and then give me Coach Dagnall for uh, Coach of the Year. I think they're both going to get those. Unfortunately, I am going to have to take an L on my Rookie of the Year take because the Chet Holmgren thing has been fun. I think almost every single year for the last 10 years, he probably would have won Rookie of the Year. But Wemby's insane, man. That 10-block triple-double. I also think Wemby's numbers are just going to continue to go through the roof because uh, clearly Pop is now – they're pivoting to playing him at the 5 a little bit more. They're extending his minutes. He's playing some back-to-backs. I just think Wemby, Wemby is going to just put up a – we're going to have like three or four more games where we're like, holy shit. Um, so Wemby's going to win, uh, the rookie of the year, even though that bet looks sick. Um, uh, the, okay. Dallas Mavericks, I said, are not going to make the playing game. Uh, they're going to be in the top six. So I'm giving Timmy Hardaway jr. Even though, uh, the common man's going to hate this. Probably I'm giving Tim Hardaway jr. The sixth man of the year, mainly because I think six man is like wide open. I think Malik Monk is in consideration for sure. Um, but I think because, because they're finishing a little bit better uh, in the standings, I'm giving it to Timmy Hardaway Jr. And he's got like second or third best um, odds. And then, uh, oh, wait, Matagato says when standing desk energy soon, dude, soon, because we ran into some problems. We ran into some problems. I need a second person uh, to put it together. Because I have to, it, it's like uneven because of the drawer that we had to, that I, like the, there's a, there's a drawer component to it. So it's not lying flat on its back. And I, I have to have it like propped up a little bit while I screw in the desk to the frame. So it is, it is a two man job. You were right. Honestly, I just should have paid like 30 extra bucks to have somebody build it. Honestly, I just, I should 
lean into being a beta. Uh, you award Timmy, but you don't award Luca that as far as superior numbers to Shea. Yeah, because I think because they're going to be a five or six seed, and they're and OKC is going to be the number one seed in the West. I feel like you can see that difference, right? Um, but yeah, I'm going to give it to SGA. And then uh, the most improved player, I, this is what I think I'm going to say. So I know everyone's going to say it's Maxi. I kind of want to give it to Kobe White. I'm going to give it to Kobe White from the Chicago Bulls. The Chicago Bulls. I'm giving it to Kobe White. Um, so there you go. One more time. MVP SGA, Coach Dagnall, most improved Kobe White, Rookie of the Year, Benyama, and then the Sixth Man of the Year, Timmy Hardaway Jr. Um, all right. Oh, Defensive Player of the Year. I didn't do it. It's going to Rudy. Defensive Player of the Year is going to Rudy. Uh, all right. Here we go. The Eastern Conference Finals. The Boston Celtics as the one seed will be squaring off in a six-game series with Bing Bong, the New York Knicks. It's going to be Celtics-Knicks Eastern Conference Finals. All of the 1980s basketball fans are going to be rock hard as we're bringing back the rivalry between the Beantown Boys and the Bing Bong Boys. It's going to be fun. Celtics and Knicks. Celtics and six. I think Knicks are going to be built for the playoffs. I think they're going to be feisty. I think they're going to play a lot of close games. They got a lot of dogs in them. They're getting Mitchell Robinson back. They're getting Hartenstein back. Uh, I kind of wanted to pick them to be the two seed, but they they lost too many games down the stretch. I think it's going to oh because of the injuries. I think it's going to be hard to come back. But give me uh give me Knicks and Celtics. I'm just not buying the Bucks at all. I mean yeah, Knicks and Celtics. I'm just not buying the bu the Bucks at all. And then give me the Celtics and six. I'm yeah. I know Boston base is like saying a bunch of sweep stuff. Uh, call can the Knicks? I'm assuming you're saying can the Knicks go to the conference finals without Randall? Listen, it's not our normal Randall. You know what I'm saying? Because it's going to be uh, where's the drop? It's not regular season Randall. Regular season Randall. Postseason Randall. Uh, I just, no, I think that I look, uh, I don't trust uh, Donovan Mitchell and the Cleveland Cavaliers in the playoffs. I don't trust Milwaukee right now. Uh, I don't, I think the Pacers and Magic are a year too early. Uh, and I don't think the Heat is the same team this year. And listen, I'm excited for Stan Loves to catch up on this. It would be like, clown. Uh, but that's where I'm at. All right, Western, Western Conference. It's going to be the Nuggets versus the Oklahoma City Thunder. Nuggets versus the Oklahoma City Thunder in the Western Conference Finals. I think it's going to go pretty rock chalk Jayhawk, though. I think OKC is going to win uh, their first-round matchup. They're going to play the Clippers in the second round. I think they'll beat the Clippers. And then we're going to have Nuggets and Timberwolves in the second round. I think the Nuggets are going to square off. Uh, I think they're going to get through. And then, and then give me Denver. Give me Denver over OKC. I haven't figured out how many games. Denver over OKC. And then it's going to be Celtics and six for the finals. Raise Bannon. I'm an 18 kid. Celtics and six, motherfuckers. Uh, that's what it's going to be. Uh, that's what it's going to be. There you go. Celtics and six. There we go. See you, Boston Base. I hope you heard that part at least. Who loses in the Western Conference uh, playing games? Oh, that's fun. Um, I think the Warriors are going to come out. Warriors look feisty. Uh, who did I have in the plan? So, um, Warriors and Suns. Warriors and Suns are going to be the two. Plus. So, Warriors are going to beat the Lakers, and then they're going to play the Kings in the second matchup. And then Suns are going to be the seven seed. Suns Timberwolves, though that would be a fire. Um, they're going to be. That's going to be fire. Uh, Sixers versus Heat. I, I'm going to take the Heat, uh, and then it would be Bulls versus uh, Sixers, and then I'll take the Sixers. There you go. There you go. 
Uh, quick aside, heard Dubs owner Joe Lakeup on Tim Kamakawi's pod. Lakeup said priority one in the offseason is getting out of the tax. Yeah, that means see you later, Clay. See ya. Yeah, talk about it. Yeah, I know. Chicken Frick, talk about a homer. Talk about the guy. It, it, talk about the guy picking the team that is already at 43 wins and have a six-game lead. They have four more wins over the next highest team, even though the West is a different beast, as you said, Chicken Frick. Uh, there you go. Let's see. These predictions are cool, but it's top shot. Dude, I don't know, dude. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not I'm not going to talk about it. Listen, I want good top shot vibes, okay? Fast break, fast break. That starts again March March, March 1st. The fast break content returns. Make sure you're in the VIPs, you know what I'm saying? That's it. That's all I've got. That's all I've got so far. Clay to the Magic is a rumor? Interesting. I guess that would be good. Just somebody that can knock down shots. All right. All right, I'll I'll bite. I'll bite. Uh, yeah, we can go over to Underdog. Oh, let's do an Underdog ad read, bitches. Let's get one in there. Today's NBA bit is brought to you by Underdog Fantasy Sports. Whether you're drafting Luka first overall in best ball or fading Wemby blocks in the pickums, Underdog is where you'll find team hold. Sign up today at underdogfantasy.com or just click the link in the description to get started. And by signing up using promo code hold, H-O-L-D, you will get a 100% deposit bonus match up to $100. That's a free honey. So sign up today using promo code hold, H-O-L-D, and get started at underdogfantasy.com. Chicken Frank says, I'll bet you a top shot moment the Celtics don't make the finals. I'll bet you a life. Uh, <laughs> yeah, sure. Sure. I think I got a couple of those left. Uh, that's cool. Let's do it. Let's do it. Uh, all right, let's go. Let's go. Uh, let's go pick. Let's do an underdog pick them and then we'll do, uh, an underdog draft and then we'll get on out of here. Also, Hey, real quick. I'm not, I'm going to start doing these. Actually, maybe we'll start doing them tomorrow. Let me go over to the drafts real quick. Um, um, let's go see. Uh, what I want to show you guys. So they just released uh playoff best ball drafts and you guys know I'm a sucker for this shit. Uh, so they, they released two, which I think is, is really good. And so if you, again, if you are like new to this and you're like, Hey, I'm thinking about getting involved in best ball, this is a playoff best ball draft. So you're trying to project, uh, who's going to make the playoffs and all that stuff, but they have two of them. They have one. That's a dance. That's a $10 entry and it's 50k to first. You have to like win your groups each round to progress. But they also introduced a $3 little dance, which is a 20 entry max, which I love. That means you're not going up against people who are entering 150 of them, but it's only $3. It's 2k to first. Um, and it's a pretty flat payout structure. So if that's something you're into, uh, that's definitely and it's the first time you're doing it, definitely check out the little dance. All right, let's go over to the pickums. Let's see what we can find for tonight. Oh, tonight is the night when to become one. Wow, Tyrese Maxey, 3.25x double-double tonight. Um, we're not going to mess with that, though. Um, Let's go. Oh, man, Buddy Heald's been kind of on one here. Again, let's go over 16.5 on points on Buddy. Let's go over 16.5 points on Buddy. I kind of like that. Man, uh, Underdog's been putting way more juicy, uh, uh, spicy margs in here. Way more. Hartenstein's back. Uh, I let's go Hartenstein double double. Hartenstein's a rebounding machine, unless we got word that he's on a minute restriction, but I haven't heard anything about that. Cleveland against Orlando, I'm probably not messing with too much, unless Evan Mobley has a blocks. Does he have a block thing? 
Let's do uh Mobley, Mobley block. Uh, Orlando plays down low a bunch. I remember doing this with Wemby uh, where it's, they, you know, they don't do a lot of outside shots. They don't do a lot of outside shots. And then Luca and Booker says Weisberg. All right, let's do Luca. Man, the it's so finicky on the on desktop. So double double point seven x two point two five. Oh, you know what? Let's do let's do a Luca drop first. We got to try to win back the common man after I didn't say Luca was MVP. Luca, Luca, magic. All right, so we already have plenty of spicy marks. Let's just do 31 and a half points here. 31 and a half points, and then let's go find Booker. <clears throat> I don't, man, maybe just 37 and a half points, rebounds, and assists. Although I do kind of like, I know, um, uh, I know Weisberg found this the other day, or uh, this morning, two and a half, let's do that, two and a half, three pointers higher, 1.1x. So here we go. For those keeping track at home, Buddy over 16 and a half, Hartenstein double double, Mobley one and a half blocks, Luca 31 and a half points, Devin Booker over two and a half trays. Uh, comments has never bet on Booker. What is this? 10 to win 481. Let's ride. Let's ride. Also, did you guys see freaking Russell Wilson was in uh, at the All Star game? Thought that was pretty funny. Uh, all right. If you guys want to follow along, just drop that in the chat. Let's do, uh, we'll do one of those $5 drafts, Thursday night hoops, 10 K to first baby. I've already done a bunch of these and I'm, I'm at like 31% Luca so far through like 45 drafts, which is kind of crazy. Um, oh yeah, that's a good stretch, baby. Uh, I did see Lucas half court shots yet. Uh, no, I didn't see it in person. Um, well, well, no, I saw him shoot. I saw him shoot the one from half court in the game. I didn't see, I didn't go to the practice. I didn't go to the all-star game practice. All right, here we go. We're drafting fourth. Oh, Weisberg's in here. All right, Mike. I see Weisberg in here. DMZ. Oh, I thought it was DMX for a second. I was like, oh, we go. Um, all right. Also, I did get, I'm speaking of merch. I so rare hooked me up with the Tatum jersey, which is pretty fire. Um, the only, and then I bought, um, I bought an aunt Edwards Jersey for, um, my brother-in-law cause he's a Jersey fanatic. Uh, and those are so fucking expensive guys. How much do you think those jerseys are? Maybe, maybe you guys already know. And I just am an old person, but how much do you think those are? Tell me, tell me, put it in the chat, put it in the chat. Tell me there's so much. All right, jump shoot says 200, Steve says 125. Did any other guesses come in? They were 150. So dumb. So dumb. Wait one year and then they are half off. Yeah, I know. Well, then I know, but he's. Ryman's the best. Ryman is the best. So anything for my boy. He collects a shit ton of them. All right, Luke is off the board here with the first pick. Also, so, so Sabonis is doubtful for tonight. Uh, Lamella Ball already ruled out again, and then LeBron already ruled out as well. Uh, a lot of people ruled out. A lot of people ruled out. Hey, did you guys see the new Top Shot um, set that came out or that is coming out? The Crunch Time or Clutch Time or it? I like. I had so much fun laughing at that, only because it's just like really funny. All right, we're gonna take. 
I kind of want to take Wemby, but I'll give Wemby to you. Um, I just think it's so funny that they have a for the win, and then they also have clutch. Like, and I, I mean, I tweeted that out as to, I don't know if you guys saw the Top Shot Tony tweet. Let me, I'll pull this up here in a second. Um, after we're after we're done drafting, I'll pull it up. But Tony had a great tweet about it last night. Oops, hold on. We're two picks away. Yeah, for that's what I was saying. Yeah, so Tony, hold on. Here we go. So we're gonna take Fox next because no Sabonis, even though Fox has been brutal to me. So this is the Tony tweet here. Tony tweet said, "Top shots uh, for season five. We got four the win." Crunch time, buzzer beater, game winner, clutch time for the crunch, winning time, buzzer clutch, crunch time, game buzzer, win the four, time expired, expired time at the time of the buzzer crunch, captain crunch time, cuck time for to win. <laughs> God, Tony's the best. Tony's the best. I love Tony. Tony can just go dormant for like two months and then come back and just say some crazy stuff. It's good. Made fun of board to buckets the other day. <clears throat> or I guess I didn't make fun of him. Um, YouTube user said you need to order a standing desk. Yeah, I mean, I'm sitting right now for sure. But so hopefully sometime before June, January of 2025, I've got this bad boy set up. I think I'll probably still sit during the morning, but like live before lock would be nice to stand. Is cr Yeah, crutch time is injury moments. Injury moments. All right, Weisberg, what did you start with here? Weis Let's see Weisberg's lineup. So he went, sh oh, no, no, I, that's what I got. Wemby Tatum is a fun start. I went SGA Fox because I like Fox tonight with the, against a shitty San Antonio team with no Sabonis. He should be doing a bunch of stuff. So I like it. The, this is the biggest pain in the ass. Listen, if you're auto-drafting, just click airplane mode. Click autopilot. Don't make us sit here for the 30 seconds. Unreal. Crunch time is a set of Draymond moments. Nurkic Adam. That's good. That's pretty good. All right, here we go. Shingoon. We're going to take Shingoon here at the next pick. <clears throat> I like Shingoon tonight against New Orleans. ADP is 20. I'm taking him a little bit earlier right now. But I like different combos. You know what I'm saying? I like different combos. Don't forget it. Yeah. And also MBL. I probably won't be tuning into that one. I mean, I like those guys. I just don't need to. I don't want to talk about. I don't want to listen to anybody talk about floaty. It's like, dude, you know, these $1 moments. What if we sold them for 25 cents? How do you feel about them? Pretty good product. All right. Miles Bridges off the board. I kind of want some more Jamal Murray here, but. He might still be here the next time I make a pick. All right, Zion. Welcome aboard, Zion. Especially maybe no Ingram. Point Zion all day long. All day long. All right. Two more picks left here. Let's see Weisberg's team. Weisberg has Wemby Tatum, Maxi Bridges. Yeah, I know. I was going to take him, Weisberg. I was going to take him. No, I know he is. I, I helped him get that sponsorship. You remember that show when I was like, are you not sponsored by Floaty? What are you doing? No, Tandy should absolutely get the bag. Yeah, Patrick, we are planning on doing a show. Uh, you know what we might do this year, though? So, uh, and this is not to this is not to take money from you guys. Um, 
but uh, to offset because like part of the oversubscribed fundraise was so that we could do the live shows. Uh, and one of the things that we're going to do this year, I think is do like a $5, uh, $5 ticket. Unless we get, unless we get a sponsorship for the show, which I am working on. Um, but if we get, what we might do is like $5 gets you into the show. Like $10 will get you uh, part of the happy hour too, or something like, like, to, I don't know. I'm still figuring it out, but we're definitely doing a live show. We're definitely doing a live show. The venue is like a, for the venue itself is like a thousand bucks. I think we ended up spending uh 2,500 total. It was like a thousand uh, for the, for the live show. And then it was like 1500 for the happy hour. Um, oh, Maddie, those are free, baby. Those are free. Um, but yeah, I'm still figuring out, but we're, we're definitely going to do a live show. I'm all booked too. I'm, I'm so pumped. I'm so pumped for it. Um, Hold on, we're on the clock here. We'll take Siakam. Um, I'm really excited for it. I already booked everything. I also got a great deal. I think my hotel... So I ended up booking the hotel for an extra couple of nights because it saved me like 400 bucks total. It was nuts. If I booked just for the weekend, it was like 1100 bucks. I get in Thursday and then I check out Tuesday now and it was like 680 bucks for the weekend or for like that whole time. Um uh, I know part of it is because of my rewards program, I think, but it's a great deal. It's a great deal. Uh, and then I might just leave. I might just like check out Mobley and like leave on Monday because I don't need to be there that long. Um, but yeah, I'm really excited. We'll do a live show again. We're going to do, um, yeah, I get, I get some thoughts. I get, I get some thoughts. Hopefully we won't have to do like a, a ticket thing. I was just thinking what's an easier way for me to get a feel for how many people are going to be at the show. and also. Um, I don't know. Also, might try to do it early. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, we'll talk. We'll talk. We'll talk offline. We'll talk offline. Um, ba -ba -ba -ba, ba -ba -ba -ba. but yeah, if we did tickets, it literally would be five bucks. It would just be to offset, offset. Although, so rare, so rare's been talking about doing some more uh, sponsored stuff with us. So maybe we just do that. All right, we're not going to take Ingram. You got a full comp at MGM for the. Oh hell yeah, baby. Are they doing a nine lives live tour, lives nine lives lounge tour? I have no idea what that is. I have no idea what that is. So you can explain in the chat. All right, we're on the clock here. It's on the clock. Let's take D'Lo. Take D'Lo. All right, our final roster: SGA Fox, Shingun, Zion, Siakam, D'Lo, Weisberg, went Wemby, Tatum, Maxi, Bridges, Poor Zangus, and Jared Allen. Yeah. Wait, that's hilarious. How many people are left on in the nine lives lounge? Like, what does that even look like? Uh, all right. Who did somebody tweet about it? Where are they going? Where are they going? Sorry, sponsored by so rare baby. This, what was the, um, I feel like, uh, what was that movie? I feel like this is a look from a movie. Um, all right, hold on. Nine lives lounge. I'm going to see if I can find it. Do they have their own Twitter account? Can I find it here? Man, you fucking dorks. Um, all right, let's see. Let's see. No, I can't. I can't find anything here. I don't even see any like recent tweets from them either. Anyways, whatever. We'll make fun of that later, I guess. Uh, all right, we're going to call it there. Hey, we're back, baby. We're back. All right, live before lock, 5.30 tonight. If you're a VIP, we get the After Dark right after that. Tomorrow, we'll be back with the NBA bit, and we'll have some actual basketball to talk about. No more J.J. Reddick takes. Have a lovely Thursday. See you tomorrow or tonight.
Who knows? <laughs>